Hi there, Scott Hamilton, back with another podcast review, this time of the 2017 movie Baby Driver. Actually thought I had reviewed this before, but I've only been doing a podcast for the last year. We're almost coming up on a year in this. Nice. And uh, this was one of my favorite movies from 2017, and I was hanging out with my new friend Susie, and, and we were looking for movies to watch, and I'm like, this is, this is a good one to you know introduce people to. So it's made by Edgar Wright. If you haven't seen the movie, there will be some minor spoilers in here, but it's been out for a few years, so you should have seen it by now. I always like to call this movie, What If Some John Hughes Characters Got Stuck in a Quentin Tarantino Movie, which is very much what it feels like. The main characters of Baby and Deborah are nice, and they mean well, and they do well, and they try hard. And then they're in this story with all of these low-life scumbag criminals. And, and it plays out like a Tarantino movie, but these are two kids that you want to get together, and that's part of the story, part of why this, this particular story works. It's an Edgar Wright film. Uh, he came to my attention with movies like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. He eventually went on to make another one of my favorite movies, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which I think just has some, a kinetic energy you won't find in many other movies these days or ever. And this was something completely different, an idea he'd had for a long time. I remember when it came out, I watched all the extras on YouTube. I got the Blu-ray. I got the 4K. I imported two, I imported the British Steelbook because it came out first, but then the U.S. Steelbook was a little bit better, so I had to get that one too. And so last night I watched it in 4K and just, again, fell in love with the movie. I think it's a great, great kind of cult classic movie that should, if mo midnight movies were still a thing, this would be on the midnight movies with, you know, uh, heavy metal and Rocky Horror and a few other things. I just, Cabin in the Woods would be a good midnight movie, I think. But Edgar Wright had this idea to kind of do this gritty urban story of a guy who was a good guy who drove for bad guys and was trying to get out of the life. They filmed it in my hometown of Atlanta, which is something I didn't know much about until I saw the movie. And it's filmed on the streets where I went to concerts, went out to eat. You know, I grew up, I was born in, born in downtown Atlanta and grew up in the suburbs. Well, the suburbs were 15, 20 minutes away from downtown, so any time a big weekend was coming up when I was a kid to go to the museum or a movie or whatever, it was Atlanta. And as I got older and started going to concerts and stuff, obviously Atlanta. Now there is a concert venue in Gwinnett County on the northeast side of Atlanta where they have most of the concerts now, and that was really close to my house. Had they not, Why couldn't they build that when I was younger? But anyway... So I went to see this movie uh, when it opened because I'm an Edgar Wright fan, and I just like the idea of it. And I was just shocked that I recognized every particular place where they filmed because it's my hometown. And then I was blown away by the cast. Ansel Elgort is great. I had no idea. Um, I've seen him in a couple movies, and I liked him. But in this movie, I just thought he was a revelation. He is he, He's just adorable. You want to pinch his cheeks, and he's just a nice guy, and you really like him, and you want him to succeed. And he's got some quirks to the character, which I think is great. But in doing a, a just a little bit of research for this podcast, I found out he went to the School of American Ballet. <laughs> so that means that uh, those dancing scenes that he does, he's big into music, and we'll get into that here as I get into the review proper. Um, but he has a, a few scenes where he's, he falls in love, and he's dancing around the apartment or whatever, and he's very, very good. And now I know why. He's an actual dancer. But Lily James plays Deborah. She's just beautiful, and she's a great actress, and she just fits the role perfectly. John Hamm is Buddy, 
Elza Gonzalez, Jamie Foxx, Kevin Spacey, John Barenthal, Sky Vieira, C.J. Jones, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, this this motion picture is packed with A-list talent. They all do great. To see John Barenthal and John Hamm and, you know, just playing terrible, awful characters, just real criminals. And it's a good turn by Jimmy Fox's Bats. Kevin Spacey, this is one of the last movies before his name was tarnished by whatever happened in Hollywood. And um, everybody turns in a good role. But what I really like about the movie is kind of the same thing I like about Scott Pilgrim. It has an energy to it. First of all, it's built on music. The kid has tinnitus, and he listens to iPods all the time to drown out the ringing in his ears. It helps him. Certain songs help him drive better, and he is, you know, an A-plus, just incredible stunt driver. The things that happen in the movie, he actually learned to drive for the movie, but I'm sure they had stuntmen do some of the hard things. But the drifting, the, the, some of the, the stunts are incredible, and we'll get into that as well. But... The character makes these playlists, and the playlist drives the music. Like during the open credits, he's walking down a street in Atlanta, and some of the lyrics are written on the wall, spain painted on the wall in graffiti or up on a light post, or and it's just very creatively done. And throughout the movie, there's a gunfight about two-thirds of the way through the movie where the gunshots happen on the beat of a song. Ba 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 boom ba 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 and it sounds like a song. And, and they did all this on purpose because everything about this kid's life is music and music-related. And that's why he meets Deborah. He's in a diner and she's singing a song that has baby that's his name and and he records her because he records conversations and works them into music okay now i may be getting into some spoiler territory so i'll stop anyway you've got two cute characters having to drive and work with criminals and you want them to get out and he's paying off an old debt and he's trying to do right and his foster father is deaf so he's learned sign language and you know he puts his hand on the speaker to listen to the music the kid's listening to and it's just a lot of the movie is sweet but it's wrapped up in this tarantino bloody bloodbath gunfight filled car chase movie so it's not everybody's cup of tea but the movie was made for a 34 million dollar budget and went on to gross 226 million dollars movie was a hit. Sony would love to do a sequel, but they've all said, you know, it's kind of a standalone story. He would have to come up with something interesting to go beyond. And I totally agree that I would love to see these characters, whatever happened after. (laughs) What happens, happens. Um, And what happens down the road. But again, I think it's perfect as it is. And the way it ends uh, gives you hope for their future and that kind of stuff or whoever survives or whatever, you know, anyway. So not getting into too many spoilers, this is a great movie from Edgar Wright and something completely different. Um, Most of his movies are just pure comedy, and this has some tense scenes, some action, some drama. There are some very funny scenes and some little things in the background. He keeps pulling out sunglasses after people (laughs) wipe them off his face and break them and things like that. Little funny things, but it's more of a, like I said, it feels like a, almost like a good-natured Tarantino movie, that being said. So the car chases were filmed, and they won. It's been Academy Award nominated, uh, nominated in many technical things, actor things, that kind of thing. They had a chase car behind the cars in the car scenes, and they were not only filming from there, they were editing in the back seat. Edgar Wright and his editor built an editing suite in the back of a car so they could edit things on the fly. And if they didn't get something right, they could just redo it right then, right now, you know. 
Everybody in the movie learned how to drive, everybody that has to drive a car. There's some incredible stunts and stuntmen working. That Just the driving scenes are some of the best driving scenes I've seen since Steve McQueen's Bullet back in the early 70s. It's it, it, They have an intense, realistic quality to them, that they're really racing around the streets of Atlanta. The acting is all good. The soundtrack is great. I love the music. Some of the songs, you know, they're classic, but I wasn't that familiar with, but they work in the theme of the song. And just like a, a soundtrack like Guardians of the Galaxy, now I will forever associate some of those songs with this movie. I can't impart on you just how sweet-natured some of the characters are in these terrible situations. It's bloody. There's gunshots. People get blown away. Uh, people fall off. People explode. I mean, you know, it's it's definitely earns its R rating in the violence and, and language department. But again, it's two nice kids you want to see succeed with all this mess going on around them. And I think that makes for a very compelling, dramatic film. But also action-packed, funny, lightweight. It's it's just it's all the things I look for in this kind of movie. I was very entertained the first time I've seen it, and very entertained the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. I I'm not bored with it. I see other things. I catch little things. I I was really 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 into it once again. Movie's only been around three years, and I just feel like it's one of my favorites of all time. So if you haven't seen Baby Driver, and I haven't done too many spoilers, check it out. I'm sure it's on some streaming services. It's definitely worth owning. Um, I'm sure Sony has put it on sale. I bought it when it came out and really haven't checked since, but it is a fantastic movie. It got great critical acclaim. It was nominated for a bunch of awards, and still it flew under a lot of people's radar. And that's why I do some of these reviews, so that maybe a few more people will see these great movies. So check out Baby Driver. If you've ever liked an Edgar Wright movie, see what he's up to these days. I think it's fantastic, and I can't wait to see what he does next, because it's just he's growing, evolving, and that's what I want any artist to do. I think he did a great job on this, and Scott Pilgrim, and pretty much every other movie he's made. So kudos to him. The rest of the cast want to see what they're doing next. I, I would like a sequel, but I don't need a sequel because it's great as it is. Baby Driver is available on Blu-ray, 4K, and streaming services, I assume. Definitely check it out. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. It has links to all my other projects. Please subscribe. Please share. Please check out the Patreon page if you're feeling like supporting. And thank you very, very much for listening. Yeah.